0: hello thanks for listening to the total knee tips and pearls podcast this is adam rose and your host i'm a fellowship trained orthopedic surgeon who specializes in joint replacement in these episodes i'm going to share with you a lot of my tips and tricks and review classic articles and current implant designs thanks for tuning in and on with the show Hello and welcome back. You're listening to the Total Knee Tips and Pearls podcast and I'm Adam Rosen. Today I want to talk to you about a little topic that's uh, sort of off the beaten path and some of you may have been lucky enough to experience this but for some of you this may be something you never thought of before. Um, So when I go back my, my grandparents owned a wire and cable company when I was growing up and at age 16 I was allowed to work in the factory and I believe that The goal at that point, you know, was for me to work through packaging and shipping, soldering, extruding. So at some point, if I decided to work and take over a company, if a person had an issue with any problem or any product, that I would know exactly where in the factory that problem could have occurred. So I could actually go down and question what was going on and what happened with the order and really have full control of everything in the final product. And I really believe that philosophy holds true in the operating room because as the surgeon, you're really the captain of the ship and your job is to watch and see and look and really control everything so it's done in the best and the most appropriate way. However, if you don't really know how each of those individual jobs is done, it's really hard to be a good leader. So when I was an upper year resident, one of the things that I used to do, and at the time, most of the younger residents didn't actually appreciate it, but later on, I would hear that they really enjoyed and learned a lot from that experience, and it got them out of trouble down the road, was before I would let someone do a a DHS or an IMHS or a tibial nail, is the first thing I would actually have them do is scrub the case. So they would be at the back table. And the tech would be back there more to help me as the first assist. And it would be the responsibility of the younger resident to know where in the tray all the instruments were and how everything went together. But more importantly, they also had to think two to three steps ahead. As the surgeon, you're kind of doing things and you might be thinking one step ahead as what do I need next? But any good tech will show you very quickly that they're already two, three, four steps ahead of you. They have every instrument up and ready. And by teaching your brain those little tips and tricks, it really makes you a better surgeon up front because you're thinking way ahead and knowing what's going on. But more importantly, it allows you to help out and it allows you to understand how hard their job is and appreciate the difficulties of that job. I've never been a yeller or a screamer. I'm sure that you've all experienced that. So if you're having trouble and the tech is new and they don't really know the system or they're not in the ortho room, you know, screaming and yelling at them doesn't make them move any faster. Um, but on a weekend, you know, if you're doing a fracture case or maybe even a total joint and you have someone that's not there with ortho, you can actually scrub in early if you're doing the case and go through the instruments and line everything up with them, even if the rep isn't there and let them know, hey, this is step one, two, three, and put all of those things together. And it's going to make you a better surgeon at the end of the day. And it's also important to do the other things. I think most people have been the second assist or the leg holder, say for hip or knee. So you understand what that job's like. It's physically demanding, especially in big muscular people. But also understand the job of the circulating nurse. You know, make sure that you understand what they're doing, you know, setting up the bovie pad, making sure the room's set up, anything that you can do to help them. And this way, if something happens and they're busy, you know, the room's not delayed because you're sitting there waiting for someone to do their job. You can step in and help. We are all part of one big team. Um, so I really think it's an interesting thing to do, especially if you're a younger resident and say you got the fellow or the chief, the attending's there, and, and you're basically gonna be, you know, standing in the room watching, you know, one of the things that you may do is talk to your your scrub tech and say, hey, do you mind if I scrub in with you and help out or, you know, teach me what you do? I, I guarantee that they're going to appreciate it um, 99% of the time. Um, and I still remember that when I was a gunner and an orthopedic um, student, there was this guy, Joe, he was our scrub tech um, at our hospital in Philly and really big, tall guy, but super soft-spoken and... You know, he would take me under his wing when, you know, you had the, the chief and the middle and the younger residents there and I was still a student or an intern. And, you know, he would just kinda gently hand me the instruments. Here, Doc, this is next. This is next. This is next. And it taught me all of those tips and tricks on how to stay ahead, what instruments were used and where everything sits in the trays. So it's a, a great little trick that if you haven't done this already, you know, I strongly encourage you to you know, take a seat away from the knife, away from the table, and actually go back, you know, work with your scrub tech if there's someone else doing the case, and really see what it's like from their perspective and understand all the trays and the instruments, how everything goes together. And then you'll have a very good appreciation for the difficulties that, of that job. But I think more importantly, as far as making you a better surgeon, It's really going to make your brain think in a much different way. And what you may find is that you're more efficient the next time you get up to the table and do a case because you're going to be thinking two, three, four steps ahead, not just one step ahead. So I hope you found that information helpful. Thanks again for listening. I'm Adam Rose, and you've been listening to the Total Knee Tips and Pearls podcast. You've been listening to the Total Knee Tips and Pearls podcast. Make sure that you're subscribed so you'll be notified of future episodes. And please take the time to leave a review. It helps other people like you find the show. Until next time, stay safe.